We're back. We're back. Well, we're not back. This is the introduction to the Super Divorce Supercast. We're, well, okay. We're back from outer space. And yeah, we're back. We're back from because outer space. We, we didn't do one last week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We're back for more. My back mistake in, worked. Back in black. I was thinking of the outro, but. Yeah. Backstreet's back. All right. <laughs> <sighs> so we have a good, good episode lined up for you. Uh, we talk about Pretty in Pink, mm-hmm. the movie. And the soundtrack. We went off on a big prom tangent, which uh, I felt was very welcomed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we wrapped it all up with a little bit of uh, a raw idea mm-hmm. that Nick threw out there and threw my way. And that, and that was that was it. That was just just those three topics there. But there's a it's it's good. Oh yeah, there's it's good great. meat to it. Yeah, there's a lot of meat in this one. Yeah, we really dig in here because we, you know, taking a break last week. Uh, as I will mention here again very soon, uh, Nick and I really haven't seen each other aside from one dinner with our ladies. Uh, we haven't seen or talked to each other in about a week, so maybe a, a little over, not much. We forgot to mention on the actual program. Yeah. That. Uh, when we went to dinner, we had an awesome experience with a Nintendo Switch. We did. I wish we should have talked about that. On the yeah. Show. Anyway, that was awesome. Wh- what you see in commercials about being able to pull it out and play anywhere. Yeah, it is one hundred percent accurate. We were we were waiting in the lobby of the fucking restaurant with probably like there had to have been thirty people yeah. at one point, just like. All the seats were taken, standing room, you had to like squish in, Yep. a few seats open up and we scrambled over and I was like, look what I brought, and pulled out the switch and sat it on my lap with the kickstand up, passed out the Joy-Cons and we were fucking playing Mario Kart. Three of us. Yep. Me, you, and my girlfriend, we and were all playing my wife Mario Kart. does not like Mario Kart. Your wife doesn't like anything that she loses it i know that's she's very that's her thing like she, she won't want to play it and... she won't play anything unless it's dr mario i know because she's yeah well it's impossible to beat her at that game it is impossible because i tried once <laughs> i mean i don't i am not good at dr mario but yeah. she is like i will fucking rape you yeah with dr mario it's yeah it's it's really frustrating. It's not fun. She's not fun. <laughs> Jesse, you're not fun. But we had a... I mean, that was that was the coolest thing. And then our table got called. We set it up at the end of the table and, and finished and our finished little our races. circuit. Oh my god. It was the coolest thing. So, so fun. Yeah. It's just... It, it's as convenient as it looks on TV. If yep. you see people... What, who's going to fucking pull out their Switch at a park and play with people? You Worth can do it. it worth it yeah so worth it yeah so with that um go ahead and uh check us out across social media facebook.com slash super divorce um instagram at super divorce band twitter at super divorce and snapchat super divorce you want to get in touch with me anywhere just look me up at nicholas villars uh, I'm a little more complicated, as you guys probably know by now, but if you want to follow me, uh, you can follow me on Instagram, at BenderButt, follow me on Twitter, at BenderButts, and follow me on Snapchat, at BendersButt. If you have to pick one, pick Instagram, because I don't really, I'm, I'm terrible at Twitter. Mm. I'm horrible at it. <laughs> like, I got one, and I'm just really depressed that I don't have any followers, so... Maybe when we get famous, like, I'll use it more. But I just... Twitter is not my thing. Um, Also, be sure to stop by our uh, mother base, our website, www.superdivorceme.com. While you're there, add your email to our mailing list down at the bottom, and you'll get... Still get a free song. Mm -hmm. Still get a rough demo of uh, our new music and kind of the you know so you'll get an idea of the direction we're headed um and we won't spam the shit out of you so definitely do that yeah so um yeah 
it's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Enjoy, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. I'm Nicholas. I'm Bender. And, um, what is it? It's, uh, May 11th, yeah. but you're listening on the 12th. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so. we, if you, if you haven't, if you didn't notice, I'm sure you did, because you guys are oh so loyal with your listening habits, but, uh, we skipped last week, but for good reason, Yeah. really. Nick, uh, had a lot of things to do he's been hustling and bustling because uh he is going out of town later this month right before we leave for recording so he was working for you getting a lot of things sorted out for the band and you know automatic updates for the facebook and which we write all ourselves yeah well nick writes every post it just gets automatically posted by a website that way it's it's spaced out properly right and i don't have to set an alarm and wake up at three in the morning to post something right but but every post is authentic yeah to nick nick wording and nick decisions and nick pictures and everything i was just talking to someone last night about uh the process and how i mean it felt like i i just was completely burned out at the end because it was like compiling i literally compiled all of our posts through our recording yeah so everything is set now because when we're up at josh's and when i'm on vacation i'm not gonna have time to sit there and find shit to post so it was like you know almost a week straight of just doing nothing but finding pictures and finding articles and every article that i found i would read it so that i knew what i was posting and, uh, you know, grabbing screenshots of different fucking TV shows and all it, everything there, everything that's coming out is going to be stuff that, uh, love and care went into. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to make sure that over the course of the next few months when things are really busy, that our Facebook doesn't just, you know, die off. Yeah. Which is another thing. Um, you know, you see so many bands have a Facebook page that just go silent for sometimes like a year Uh or several months at least at a time. And then they'll just post something and be like, Hey, you know, like here's a new music video or here's a new song. And then they're silent for months. Yeah. And I just, to me with, uh, with so much stuff out there to share and, and, you know, so many interesting things online, I feel like you should be providing your uh, your fan base and your loyal supporters with a little something more than just look at what we're doing now. Uh-huh. You know, gives people a reason to stay interested. Right. So, so that's why we didn't have a podcast last week because Nick was, you know, as always, working his goddamn ass off. But it's fun. Yeah. It's for a good cause. Yeah, it's for a good cause. So that's, that's going on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's still... Still a good deal to do before we head up to uh, Michigan to record, mm-hmm. but you know, with that out of the way, it yeah. uh, it feels like a little bit of pressure has been relieved. So yeah, so here we are. Here we are, back at the podcast station. And, and today we are picking up where we left off last week, but we are going to talk about Pretty in Pink. Both the movie and the soundtrack. And then we're probably going to talk about Ice Climbers for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And whatever else comes up. Yeah, whatever else comes up. Because we we went to Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. We went out for dinner uh, with our ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, we really haven't, like, talked or seen each other. No, it's been been pretty busy, but, you know, a lot lot going on. Um, We're even starting this cast, like, an hour... Well, like a half hour later than we would have because we had to catch up with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about a few things that probably aren't public. It shouldn't be public. Oh, not yet. even a little bit. So not even a little. You're like the third person yeah. I told. This isn't not it's not like band stuff either, so we're just We're just gonna leave that be. Yeah. There's... That if you guys find out about that, it won't be until like 
mid-July. Yeah. So don't ask. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're definitely going to talk about Pretty in Pink, and then we're definitely going to talk about some other stuff, too. Yeah. So right off the bat, though, uh, Pretty in Pink is uh, another one of them John, John Hughes, Hughes movies. John Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Bender had never seen it. Nope. Until just recently. Yep. And I had never watched it all the way through until maybe just a few months ago. Really? Yeah, I had, you know, I've, I've been a huge Breakfast Club fan for a long time. And, you know, I um, I also love Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Another John Hughes. And <laughs> John Hughes. <laughs> but Pretty in Pink is one of those uh, that uh, that you hear about a lot. Um, and I was like, you know, at a point, I need to watch this movie. And I did, and you did, just, uh, what was it, like, last week? It would have been, it would have been the day before the podcast, so it okay. would have been last Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I, as far as, as far as the soundtrack goes, uh-huh. I think that the soundtrack might be the best of the John Hughes films. I can't really say cuz I have not, you know, I've not like listened to the other soundtracks or okay. really seen like the other movies. Like I've never seen 16 Candles. Okay. Um I've got that one. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched The Breakfast Club start to finish. That's a damn shame. <laughs> you should you should leave tonight with 16 Candles and Breakfast Club. Yeah, I'm, I'll let you I'm take fine them with both. that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, before we get in the particulars, I guess we should go over a little bit, if you're not familiar with Pretty in Pink, um, your main star is, uh, old Molly Ringwald. Yep. You also get a little Anthony Michael Hall, um... Is it Anthony Michael Hall? No, it's not. Or, no, I'm sorry, shit, I, I was just talking about 16 Candles. Yeah, yeah, Wrong he, one. he's in 16 yeah. Candles. Yeah, um, what's his face from Two and a Half Men? John Cryer. Yeah. As uh, Ducky. Uh huh. And uh, you get some Harry Dean Stanton. Yep. As uh, Molly's, uh, well, Andy is Molly Ringwald's mm-hmm. character. And uh, Harry Dean Stanton plays Jack, her dad. Andrew McCarthy. Yep. He was no. Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, fucking um, James Spader. Yeah, James Spader. Ultimate douchebag. So great. Like, yeah. I love James Spader he, he in just, that movie. Yeah. He is, like, ultimate 80s movie villain. Hardcore. I mean... I feel like if... He set the standard. He would be a, a great... Well, I don't know. Because he's, he's pretty soft when it comes down to it. He's just a dick. Yeah. So yeah, I feel yeah. like if it were, like, a wrestling program... That he would have been a great manager for the fucking, the bad guy in Karate Kid with the blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They would have been great friends. I can see that. Yeah, Just I can total, see that for sure. Total rich kid douche. God, I, lo- I, th- yeah. I thought he was, he was awesome. I mean, like, his character was great. Um, I was, the whole, you know, you mentioned him being a rich kid. That's yeah. kind of like the one of the central themes of the movie is sort of rich versus poor. Um, because which, Molly Ringwald's character, Andy is from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And she ends up getting romantically entangled with Blaine, Andrew McCarthy's character yeah. and McCarthy's character, Blaine, his best friend is Spader. And they're two of the more popular rich kids at school. They wear suits to school. Yeah. Like, who the fuck wears suits to school? They do. They do. Blaine and, uh, what's, uh, Steph. Yeah, Blaine Steph. and Steph. Like, you know you're fucking rich when you're a dude and you have a girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how you know you're rich. So, um, yeah, so you have that, that whole thing between Andy and Blaine, the forbidden love, you know, the forces trying to keep them apart, mm-hmm. social status, you know, uh, uh, class status, all that kind of stuff. 
and Blaine is is kind of doing his best to to overcome that stigma and yeah. and in spite of what his friends think give her an honest shot you know yeah, and... but he doesn't uh really do the best job of that all throughout the film no. which leads you to root for ducky yeah. who's kind of the the nerdy uh ducky what would you is, refer to him as he's he is uh oh yeah what would you refer to he's because he's not really a nerd he's not like he's a pocket of, protector computer geek he's kind of a dweeb a goofball he's a goofball goofball goofball. is good like because dweeb also implies kind of like like ducky uh is kind of like he's like the class clown he's like you want you want to be ducky Mm -hmm. part of you wants to be ducky yeah like but you know that being ducky is not as much fun as it looks right because in real life he gets shit on a lot yeah and you know he doesn't feel good about himself a lot because yeah, which it's is... just oh, it's just Ducky. Uh huh. You know that's how people look at him. Oh, Ducky, he is the typical, stereotypical picture of the man in the friend zone. Oh yeah, he's he's so he's so deep in the friend zone. I I don't know. I can't even come up with a good metaphor. He's buried. He's so deep in the friend zone, he's buried. He's he's so deep in the friend zone, he's basically in China. You just yeah. tunneled through the, the center of the earth and ended yeah. up in China. That's where Ducky is, and he's in the friend zone. In relation to Molly Ringwald being in the U.S. Right, right. It's yeah. just like, they're on pol- they're polar opposites. <laughs> because if you go to China, then maybe he could find a Chinese girlfriend and yeah. find love. But in relation to... The girl he wants to be with, he's as far away as you can get yeah. on planet Earth. He's that. Deep. And, yeah, yeah, and, you know, it sucks for Ducky because he is that deep in the friend zone, mm-hmm. but that's just it. He's a friend. Yeah. He's her best friend, you know. Yeah. Not, and not like, not like, he, he's her best friend who is a guy. He's just her best friend yeah, in general. period. And like, hey, do you want to study together and lay on my bed? Yes, we mm-hmm. can do that because we're best friends. Like, yeah, it's you because know because you're just ducky. Because you're just ducky. Yeah. God, so I just like felt bad for him the whole movie. He kind of, if you've never seen it, he in this movie he looks like he looks like uh, he'd really be into the Stray Cats. Yeah. You know the Brian Setzer band. He's uh-huh. got the kind of throwback, not like tough greaser look really but right more brian setzer orchestra yes era brian setzer Mm -hmm. you know i do love brian setzer orchestra though yeah jump jive and whale (laughs) yeah um so it's yeah you're rooting for ducky he's always nice to her blaine is nice sometimes (laughs) and blaine is blaine is he's nice sometimes but he's also never like outright mean he yeah. sort of just m- makes mistakes. Yeah. He's not as gung-ho no. about being there for her as, as Ducky is. Yeah. Because he's still trying to overcome that, like, what are my friends going to think Yeah, deal that plagues not just high schoolers, but adults sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, you got to get over that, mm-hmm. though. And, um, you know, if you... Uh, I don't know if you've if you've seen the movie, you know how it ends. If you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, then skip ahead a little bit or something. Yeah. But it works out in the end for Blaine. And even though you have a moment where you think maybe it's gonna Ducky's gonna get the lucky bounce. It's like it's it's you know, it's not even a moment. It's like a couple minutes where yeah. you're just like, Yes, yeah. yes, yes, Ducky, <laughs> yes. Ducky saves the day. He does. And then he gets usurped. Yeah. And it's just like it's shafted. Yeah. He swoops in, you know, after she's heartbroken, after Blaine has done exactly what Ducky told her he was gonna do. You know, she's she's down in the dump. She's at prom by herself. The whole thing is 
about prom too. I mean, like how fucking important prom is, which is like a running theme in eight, well eighties movies, but you know that's bled out into like high school movies. They put so much emphasis on how goddamn important prom is. Well, I feel like it was a big deal back then. It was a big you know? well. I mean, it's uh, like I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't fucking go to mine. Because I graduated early and I was just done. I was done with high school. So, Fuck this. So fucking over it. I was dating Jess and she went to Lebanon. Yeah. So it was like, I've been, I haven't been to school for fucking close to six months. I'm not paying whatever it was. It's a lot. A hundred something dollars for a plate of shitty food. Yeah. And you know what pissed me off? Here we go. I'm getting off on a tangent real quick. Let's do it. Prom All tangent. Right. Prom tangent. All right, I was on student council when I started my senior year. Yeah, and um, I was our—I was the VP of the student body, right here. This guy, <laughs> I was VP. Uh, I ran unopposed. My oh view. yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Yeah! No one else wanted it, so I was like, "All right, fuck it. Yeah. I'll be class vice president." I, uh, in my acceptance speech. I wore a pair of my mom's jeans and like a sparkly bedazzled teddy bear uh, uh, sweatshirt. Yes. And I slicked my hair back and I just walked up to the podium and I was like, well, no one ran against me. So hopefully you guys like me as your vice president and kind of gave a a speech and some of the teachers were a little upset at the way (laughs) I handled it. (laughs) Whatever. That was fun. Yeah. It was a fun guy, you know. Um, but during one of the meetings, I had this great idea. I was like, look, let's make prom great again. You know, I want, I want us to go big on this. Let's do a big fundraiser. Why don't we have our prom on a fucking riverboat in Cincinnati? Let's, let's do it up. Yeah. Let's go for it. None of this fucking... Mandalay bullshit where you guys do it every year. Let's let's fucking find a way get some school buses to take everyone, you know? Let's let's do it. It's like, oh, that's a fun idea. You know, a few people on board, but but it got squashed very quickly when everyone some other voices chimed in. No one wants to drive to Cincinnati for prom, you know, and it's like, dude. This is your fucking senior prom. Uh-huh. Like, you telling me that it's that's not important enough for you to drive, like, 40 minutes down to the river, you know? And, and I don't know. It's a bummer. Yeah. It's a big bummer. I had grand visions in my head. <laughs> it was like, you know, the fucking, we'll find a way. We'll get some, some, uh, we'll fucking finagle a way to, to get a few hotel rooms down in Cincy, yeah. oh, it could be so cool. And then, then they did it at the Mandalay, <laughs> and it was just I didn't go. I've never no been thanks. to the Mandalay. And they also did our ten year reunion at the Mandalay. <laughs> I do every fucking thing at the Mandalay. I don't understand it. Like I drive by it every time All I go time. to Dayton. Yeah, you know, it's right there. It's looked the fucking same for the past seventy years, however long it's been there. It just seems like the dumbest name. I have in my head the idea that you would walk in and it would be like, uh, I don't know, just like a big warehouse almost with like wood panel walls, yeah, and like cheap plastic tables with with fucking shitty white tablecloths, yeah. That's what I picture the Mandalay to be like. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. have you ever been there? No, no, I've never been to the Mandalay because. I didn't, uh, all of my prom was centered in, like, Middletown and South, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, I actually never went to, you know, I went to Fenwick for high school, I never actually went to a Fenwick prom. Really? Yeah. Did you I, go to any prom? I went to, like, eight proms. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> um. I went to, um, let's see, I went to two possibly three i can't remember two possibly three uh monroe proms um i went to a king's prom i went to 
two Lakota East proms. Were these all just like different girls you were dating? <laughs> well, uh, the Monroe proms, I went with like a friend. Okay. Like she asked me uh, her junior and senior year. And I went to prom as a sophomore because she was a year older than me. Mm. So I went her junior year and her senior year. And then I think went to prom, I think, with, I don't know if we, I don't think we were still dating. But the first girl that I dated, I think I did take her to her sophomore prom. Or uh, junior prom, I'm sorry. Okay. So three at Monroe. <laughs> mm-hmm. One at King's that was with a uh, friend. Uh, the two at Lakota East were my big fat ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. she's not actually fat just you know big yeah. huge x over that yeah um my school my art school did have a prom it was very small obviously because at the time there were only like 50 students but we had a prom so i went to that um but no but because i left i left fenwick the third quarter of my junior year so i never i didn't make it back like i didn't for some reason as soon as i left like i didn't keep in contact with people enough to go back for prom and then i didn't go senior year either Mm. even though i could have i guess i could have probably very easily but i didn't i went to uh i did go to justice prom yeah they had theirs a very nice place uh out near i don't know was that deerfield road over by, have you been to the uh, Deerfield Cinemas over there? Like re, like the Regal mm-hmm. Cinema? Yeah, yeah, I work right behind it. Okay, well then, yeah, it's it was a place over there. I, I can't remember the name of it, but it was very nice. And I remember thinking about how much better that place was than the man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, let's see, I think, I think every time... Uh, there's a place in fuck not Hamilton not Franklin I don't I don't even know what part of town it's called or what it would be Monroe had their like all three proms I went to for Monroe were all at the same place it was relatively nice there was a lake uh what else I also went to a wedding there one time. So, like, I went there all the... It's probably, like, you and the Mandalay. Like, that yeah. place... I can't remember what it's called, but that place is, like, your Mandalay. I was just there all the fucking time. I just pulled up a picture of the Mandalay. I mean, it... Yeah. It looks like... It definitely looks like an old people banquet. Yeah. It I, look, sounds... Oh, God. You see? Yeah. The, that carpet? Yeah. With, like, the, the swizzles? Uh-huh. The red and gold swizzly carpet. <laughs> Maroon and gold is so high class old person. Yeah. Maroon and gold chairs. Yep. Chandeliers. Chandeliers with your shitty ass tile ceilings. You know. There is a little wood panel. It's painted white though. Uh, so Cheaters. Anyway. <sighs> Prom, huh? I don't recall, like, having, like, the time of my life at any of the eight proms I went to. I mean, like, they were, you know, they were all fun at the time and everything. What I remember, honestly, most, what I remember is going to after prom and fucking hating it because they forced you to stay there mm. so that you didn't leave and get shit-faced. Yeah, I do remember and, going to after prom, not and, to mention And it. after prom was, like, it was always the worst idea. After prom here was at the Lebanon high school and mm-hmm. I just remember like sitting around in the gym just for doing several nothing. hours. I don't, yeah. I think they had like shitty games. Yeah. Set like up. blow up. I mean like Lakota East had, uh, had both. I went to both after proms at the school mm-hmm. there, um, with my girlfriend at the time and they had like, you know, like blow up things in their mm-hmm. gym. Cause that's a large school. Yeah. Um, and like, like video game rooms set up and stuff and like food in the cafeteria but man you get there and it's like 
30 minutes in and you're just like, all right, I'm fucking done with this. And then they make you stay there for like five more hours. Well, you know, I can, like, I sympathize with the people who have to set that up because you want to do your best. Mm -hmm. But you know that, like, these kids are all, like, 16, 17, 18, and the last thing they want to do is be supervised on that night. Oh, yeah. So you you gotta think, well, what's gonna be fun? I don't know. Get a fucking blow-up house and put some video games in the corner and, and I guess we'll be glad that no one died this evening. But, like, you know, when you're there, it's just lame. Yeah, it's so you don't lame. Want, you don't want fucking people hovering over you. That That is, like, when you think of teen movies and shit, that's, like, your big night. Yep. You know, you want to be at a fucking party where everyone's drunk and, like, destroying someone's house. <laughs> true. You want someone to be in a lot of trouble the next day. And, like, I don't know. I never, you know, I mean, you you know me, but I've, I never had, like, the desire to be, like, drunk and at a party on prom night or anything. But I definitely, like, every time I went to after prom, I regretted going to after prom. Yeah. I, I guess it's not so much that i desire that either it's just when you think of what yeah should be happening after prom mm-hmm. that's the, what you think yeah. that's what you go to but what you actually get is like the lock-in that you had when you were in middle school mm-hmm. for your orientation or some shit you know like yeah. it's just it's no good did uh did they give out like prizes at jess's prom i think so yeah and I don't the, remember anything that they gave out, though. Oh, God. I remember, like, almost every uh, prom I went to had, like, a time where, you know, you, they would give shit away. Mm. But not being from any school that I went to prom at, my name was never in there. So I just had to sit there, and it would take hours of mm-hmm. them just calling names and you and people walking up and just getting thing after yeah. thing after thing after thing and like one time uh my name got thrown in at uh Monroe mm-hmm. their prom and luckily it wasn't like terribly weird because i knew a couple like a number of people there um but they, you know, they were giving out, like, digital cameras and Kings Island passes and, sh- you know, shit like that. And I think they they were, like, picking up a prize and then they would draw a ticket, you know, and whoever name was on it. And I fucking won, uh, like, a spa day <laughs> or some shit. And the person, I remember specifically, I won, like, a spa day and, like, $25, like, wax job or some shit, you know? Yeah. And the person right after me won a digital camera. Mm. And I was just like, what am I going to (laughs) do? Like, you couldn't just give me a King's Island pass. Yeah. You know? I had to walk up there in front of everybody and accept a spa day. <laughs> Did you use it? No, because I was like sixteen. You know, like I said at the that that was I was a sophomore. Yeah. Um. I also won that same night. I also won an oil change for my car that I didn't have. Oh man! It was like it was like I got the the shortest end of the stick. You know? Did you try and haggle? No, because I didn't or... know. Because I didn't know. I didn't no. know the chaperones. I didn't know enough kids. Yeah, well enough to be like, "Yo, man, do you you know?" Mm-hmm. But that made it shitty. And then yeah. you know, so I won shitty things, and we also had to sit there for like three fucking hours while they called everyone's name at least once to get you know a prize. You know what? When it comes to prom. As far as prom being not as spectacular as it's built up to be in the movies, I bet that it is for some people, and it is for the people who go into prom with something big on the line. 
They're trying yeah. to make something happen that night. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to finally win over the person that they've been talking to for past four years. Yeah. It's like, all right, tonight I'm going to fucking spill my guts. If you don't have anything like that that you're bringing to the table, it's gonna be, it'll probably be underwhelming. It's be just honest. another dance. Now, I definitely think, like, dinner and prom, like, dancing and all that kind of stuff... That was, like, all great. Yeah. Like, it was better than your homecoming and Mm -hmm. everything. Because, number one, it was all older kids. Yeah. It was all the, you know... And in high school, your fucking class matters. Yeah. If you're a junior, like, fuck everybody else. You know, if you're a senior, definitely fuck everybody else. Um, So, it was great that it was only juniors and seniors with the exception of some sophomores that were invited. You had to be invited. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, like the dinner and the dancing was all great and it was always somewhere off school grounds, which was yeah. like always cool. Like uh, one of Lakota East's was at, uh, the Cintas center in Cincinnati, hmm. right? What's the building that has the big Cincinnati sign on the side of it? Duke energy center. Oh yeah. It was at Duke energy center. That's, that's pretty baller. Yeah. And, uh, then the, the other one that. I went to was at an event center in uh god union center oh like across from rave and all yeah, that shit it's a good area yeah so it was like really nice nice kind of upscale area mm-hmm. so like that was all really cool but if you're listening to this and you haven't been to prom yet which is highly unlikely <laughs> i feel like Based we on might our be listeners, getting some of the youngins in maybe here. get a few youngins. But if you're listening to this and you haven't been to prom, uh, go to prom. Don't fucking go to after prom. Yeah, it's not find worth something it. else to do. Find something else to do. Get in trouble. Don't drink and drive and no. like. Don't get shit faced and be illegal and stuff. But like, get in a little trouble. Do if something you, you're not supposed to do. If you can, I would recommend a nice dinner at Applebee's. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be Do cool. some half-price apps, and then find a fucking friend whose parents aren't going to be around, and go to their house, and find a way to get some beer, and everyone stay there. Yeah, don't go, don't leave. Drink, get drunk, maybe throw up, have a good time, don't fucking be disrespectful and break shit, because that's a bummer. Yeah. Especially if you're dealing with someone that you like. If it's a douchebag, maybe. <laughs> Maybe just yeah. accidentally knock a lamp off or something. Right, right. I don't know. But, like Bender said, find something to do. Don't go to after prom. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a ruse. The, they're going to try and pull you in with the door prizes, too. They are. Because they, you know, because they give out cool shit sometimes. They'll be like, oh, there's there's a Nintendo Switch we're giving away. Or yeah, we especially, got a PS4. God, or, especially nowadays. Yeah. Some of those door prizes, I guarantee you... You know, there are schools giving away iPads and and Playstations and Xboxes and Switches, and they're definitely giving that kind of shit away. But guess what? You're not going to win it. No. You won't. And if you did, I'm going to say it's not worth it. Yeah. Don't trade in your prom night for a chance at winning uh, some cool little gadget. Yeah. Just buy the gadget. Just, like, spend the money and buy the gadget, but have yourself... A prom experience. Yeah. Like, like all the movies. Yeah. Watch any 80s movie, any, like, any high school movie that mm-hmm. centers around prom. Do what they do after prom. Yeah. Period. Don't go to after Just prom. Just don't go to after prom. <laughs> Have your spectacular dinner and dancing and then fucking go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And don't try and mix both worlds. Don't be like, well, what if we got shit-faced before after prom? No. Because then, if you go and you get caught for some reason... It's going to be even worse. Yeah. Don't do it. Just avoid after prom at all costs. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are going to go to after prom. So, if you've got a group of friends, like, convince all of your friends. Be like, guys, this is the one night (laughs) (laughs) that we are... This is our last night as high school teenagers... We have to do something way more epic than after prom and then like get them all on board and do something more epic than after prom. I recommend looking up the greatest 
high school party movies of all time. Yeah. And start binging them. Start watching them. Watch one every day. Yeah. And so you submit in your mind, we have to do something like this. We have to make this happen. That's a good idea. Very important to be safe, though. Yeah. And don't fucking... You gotta be smart. Don't get the cops called because... Ruins it. That's gonna blow it. You know, you might get arrested and... Uh, but if you're smart, you can have yourself a damn fine night. Yeah. And you can avoid after prom. Like the plague. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Pretty in Pink is a good movie. (laughs) It's very good. It's worth it. Definitely watch Pretty in Pink uh, while you're binging all of the high school prom movies. And definitely listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack's great. I love the Pretty in Pink song. Yeah, it is a great song. I think my favorite track from that uh, the soundtrack is the uh, the first song, actually, from Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Yeah, what uh, I know, I know which one you're talking about. How's yeah. I also like left of center. Oh, if you leave, mm-hmm. don't leave now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, you know, listening to this soundtrack, um, I was like, okay, I know if you leave, I know that song. That's like a staple 80s song. And I'm like, right. okay, this is why it's a staple 80s song because it was in fucking Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Like, it makes so much more sense now. Like, I've never heard of orchestral maneuvers in the dark, mm-hmm. but I know that song. And this is why. Yeah. Like, it makes more sense now. Um, Why don't you run down the, uh, do you have it pulled up Yeah, because I got it pulled up right here on Spotify because I've been listening to it like crazy. But, uh, you've got If You Leave by Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Uh, And then you've got Left of Center by Susan Vega and Joe Jackson, which is great. I love Mm -hmm. that song. Um, Get to Know Ya by Jesse Johnson. Do What You Do by NXS. Uh, Pretty in Pink by The Psychedelic Furs, which is fucking great. That's a great song. And I love, like, that they open the movie with it Mm -hmm. and everything. Like, it just just fits. It's great. They didn't try and hide it somewhere. No. It's like, no, this is the name of the movie and here's the song. Yeah, here's the song. Was that song written for the movie, or was the movie titled Pretty in Pink because of the song? I don't know. I'm sure we could find out. Oh, we might have to find out. Uh, then you've got Shell Shock by The New Order, uh, Round and Round by Beloise Sum, uh, Wouldn't It Be Good, The Danny Hutton Hitters, Bring on the Dancing Horses by Echo and the Bunnymen. I love that song, too. Yeah. And Please, Please, Please Let Me Get What I Want by The Smiths. I thought there was more on here. I swear to God, there was a Girlfriend in a Coma by The Smiths as well. I must have heard that some some other way. It might have just played after the soundtrack got done. It may have. Because sometimes it'll just start. Well, but I only have shuffle play. Like, I can't... Somehow, some mysterious way, I heard Girlfriend in a Coma by The Smiths, and that's a hilarious song. The 1986 film was named after the song, and a re-recorded version of the song was included on the soundtrack. Boom, there you go. It was actually, like, it filled it in for me, so apparently a lot of people have asked the question. (laughs) Was Pretty in Pink written for the movie? No. No. The movie movie was titled after the song yeah that's okay i prefer it that way honestly that shows that john hughes was on top of it man yeah it is steeped in that culture yeah he wasn't like a teen he wasn't even i'm pretty sure he was in his mid to late 30s when he did all his fucking films which is even more incredible Mm -hmm. that someone who's not like right there living it is able to like capture what it was like to be a teenager at that point in, in you know the 1980s. because he really does too like yeah. this you know pretty in pink again it's the only one i've seen so far of like i mean i've seen ferris bueller mm-hmm. but uh 
you really like I was watching Pretty in Pink and I was just like this is what all teenagers acted like in the 80s mm-hmm. this is absolutely what they acted like yeah you know because you never hear anyone say all you ever hear about is how authentic they were yeah you never hear anyone trash those films saying like John Hughes was way off yeah he like watered it down because he didn't that's what you get that's the difference between watching those movies and watching you know a lot of stuff that that comes out now that's kind of like i think very watered down and doesn't really give you the rawness of yeah. what it is to be a person that age i mean like you know obviously my generation i think i would say that your your interpretation is mean girls mm-hmm. and even mean girls uh while i think is relatable is also quite extreme mm-hmm. um it's not i don't think it's watered down i think it's blown out of proportion yeah you know uh whereas really yeah the hues you know pretty and pink um as i said you really get a feeling like well this is this is what it was like this Mm -hmm. is fucking what it was like to be a teenager in the 80s this is what they were into yeah these are the things that they did this is how the rich kids acted this is how the poor kids acted like there was a class war like Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's definitely a very very authentic uh representation i think and then the end of his career is a mystery you know yeah he like did uh i don't have you ever seen dutch no with ed o'neill and the kid who played russ in vegas vacation no that was another good movie but that was that was after the brat pack stuff i believe once he got into the 90s he just completely abandoned that type of filmmaking and he did home alone home alone 2 dennis the menace and uh baby's day out do you remember that movie yeah i do joe montagna i I think i've only seen it I mean, I probably saw it when I was a child. I, mean, I remember going to the movies to see that because oh God. I was like 10 years old or right. whatever when it came out. But that's like how he finished things up. He like, he did those types of movies and just like completely abandoned what brought him to the dance, if you will. Uh-huh. I guess because there was so much money in making movies like that, especially in Home Alone. Oh, I'll just do family films now. Yeah seems to be a trend that happens sometimes eddie murphy that happened to him too mm-hmm. did Just go the complete family yeah, friendly route beverly and, hills cop and you know all that kind of stuff yeah. and then you get nutty professor yeah and then that wasn't there one where he was like a, a holy man of some sort like a miracle worker it was really cheesy it was dr doolittle no not that it was after that I think it was a big big old flop i can't remember the name of it wasn't there something with like a tree like he only had so many he could only speak and every time he said a word a leaf fell off the tree and he could only talk until the tree was dead i don't remember that maybe that was chris rock i don't know eddie murphy a miracle worker hold on because i'm thinking like bruce almighty that's Jim Carrey. No, I'm thinking of him like wearing a white robe. Uh, Coming to America? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a, it was a shit film. Um, hold on. Not Meet Dave. Not Daddy Daycare. Oh, Daddy Daycare. <laughs> Not Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, fuck. It's called Holy Man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I ever... I I have no recollection of that movie. There it is. Never seen it. Yep. I've never even seen that cover. God's gift to home shopping. That's the tagline. Wow. (laughs) There you go. Wow. It also starred Jeff Goldblum and Kelly Preston. Robert Loggia. Oh! Robert Loggia. And shit, look at this. John Cryer. 
was oh, yeah. in Bully Man. Look at that. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> How do we do it? <laughs> oh, boy. So go watch Pretty in Pink and listen, listen to, the to the soundtrack. soundtrack. Before we go, I also wanted to bring this up. I had an idea. Yeah. I was going to see what you think, Bender. Oh, God. Live on the show. Uh, and all you listening, you're going to... You might you're gonna be on the ground level here, ground floor, ground level. I thought it would be cool if we did um, a sort of super divorce almanac yeah. once a month, a little pamphlet like this that right. we could offer uh-huh. for like a dollar, a dollar per month, because shit like this is probably on this type of paper. It's kind of the uh, kind of like phone book paper, uh-huh. so it's very thin yeah thin budget you know two colors two or three colors um it probably only cost maybe 50 cents per issue yeah so it's not something we're looking to get rich off of no but a little extra to send out to people who might be interested and uh it'd be like a little a bathroom reader call it a zine a little zine but i got that with i'm I've been holding this thing. It's uh, it came with my Dollar Shave Club membership that I just signed up for. Oh, you got Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a try. But they sent this cool little book with just like some random shit in there to read. Yeah. Random fun stuff. I think you could have like some some quotes, maybe some stories from the history of Super Divorce. Yeah, and then we need to get, you know what we need to do, because we have so many artist friends, and mm-hmm. I only am thinking of this because uh, the guy, I know, I follow this guy on Instagram who self-publishes his own comic book, mm-hmm. while well, he's working on publishing a zine, but it's all artwork from other artists of the main character of his comic book, uh-huh. Name his character is called Gut Ghost. And so he's producing a gut ghost zine, and he he's been posting artwork from all these artists. Like this is going to be part of the zine. This is going to mm-hmm. be part of the zine. So we need to do like quotes and stories and la di da updates, updates, and then like maybe movie reviews, movie review, and then a super divorce. You know, an artist something or other, an artist rendition of us, or yeah. a logo created by an artist, or you know. We could even throw in a few of our own doodles. Yeah, some of our own doodles, you know, that's that's what we got to do. And every picture of us needs to look like this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a cartoon version of Fabio. Yep. Yeah. I want to look like Fabio. But yeah. Yeah, like that'd that. be awesome. A dollar or two a month, something. Cover shipping, cover the uh, production costs, and then something for us to shave a few cents off. Uh-huh. Buy ourselves an ice cream cone. Yep. You know. Yeah. So. Um, you put that here. I'm definitely down to throw a movie review in there every time. Like if we're splitting up duties. Yeah. <laughs> I will take movie reviews. I would. Uh, that'd be cool. We could take. Uh, I want to call it. I want to call it horror corner. <laughs> horror corner. <laughs> What if it was horror core order? That's it right. Horror core order. There's your first segment in the super divorce super zine. And maybe to replace like the amount of time it took to put together like full episodes of super scary we can do it could be like we could also have maybe a one minute video that you do in conjunction you could do your own horror core order <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm bender welcome to horror core order <laughs> dude i'm so into that uh, yeah so yes. when that when that gets huge, remember where it started, right yeah, here, right here on the podcast. This is just like this is our tusk. Yeah, this is our red state. Oh, speaking of which, wanted to say rest in peace to Michael, Michael Parks. Parks. Yep, 
I was bummed out to read that he passed away. Yeah. Kevin Smith had a very nice post about him. Oh, did he? Uh, I haven't read that. Mention It was on Instagram. Um, just mentioning that he wrote Red State and Tusk for Michael Parks because he, he wanted to work with him so badly. Um, but I thought it was cool that he shouted out, like, you know, he said that he was keeping his son and wife, Michael Parks' son and wife, in, in his thoughts but also Quentin Tarantino, because Tarantino was, like, Parks' biggest fan. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I, I've, know. I even saw somebody else, or maybe an article or something, you know, post about how, like, Tarantino was just, like, just loved him. Just thought he was the greatest actor. Was he ever in a Tarantino movie? Yeah, he was in From Dusk Till Dawn, and he was in uh, Kill Bill. I've um, never seen... I think I might have seen the first Kill Bill. He's... <clears throat> I don't remember much. Not in the first one. He plays the sheriff in the second one. Have you seen From Dusk Till Dawn? It's been a long time. Okay, well, he plays that sheriff in that movie, too. Literally, it's like the exact same role <laughs> in both movies. But it's great. Mm-hmm. But I guess Tarantino just loved him. Mm. Well, I, I think my... Yeah, I know him from Tusk. Really? That's like, when I think of him, that, I think that's the first movie I really associate with with Michael Parks, and I love that movie. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. No. I think it's a great movie. It is. I have to see it again. Yeah. But I was lucky enough to see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Sure it was on theaters. Alright, well, um... Gonna let you guys get back to whatever it is you're doing. Thanks for hanging out with us today, and um, stick around for just a little bit more of uh, the two of us as we prepare to greet you for the outro. Yep. And then say goodbye one more time. So we'll see you soon. Yeah. Very soon. us yeah we missed you too and we're gonna miss you as we wait until next week for another episode of this uh, program um until then make sure that you keep up with us on facebook where we likes to post there's always stuff going on on facebook always stuff and if you'll notice uh we uh we interact as well we do we like we to comment. write back we like to comment and all that fun stuff so uh check us out on facebook give us a like so you don't miss anything and uh, you can do that at facebook.com slash super divorce twitter at super divorce snapchat super divorce and instagram at super divorce band and then if you want to get in touch with me on social media just look me up at nicholas Bellars. if you want to get in touch with me you can find me on instagram at bender butt um, you can find me on twitter at bender butts and you can find me on Snapchat at Bender's Butt. This might be the last week that I plug all three of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might start just plugging Instagram. That's okay. You can yeah. just pick one. Yeah. Because that's basically, I mean, if I had to say all of them, maybe I'd feel the same way. Yeah. But I can just say, look me up wherever because my name's the same across right, all right, right. different platforms. Right, but uh, I, I am prominently a Facebook and Instagram user, yeah. so. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Well, that might be the last you get all of Bender's social media Until contacts. we're famous and then I'll yeah. start it again and you can follow me. Until I can get that little check mark next to my name. Yeah, so we're all verified over here. Yep. Well, okay. Um, that's about it, right? Oh, our dot com. Oh yeah, uh, you could uh, go go check us uh, check us out at superdivorceme.com. Um, it's our our website, our mother base. 
make sure to add your email to our mailing list. Just scroll down to the bottom of our homepage and type in your email address. Uh, you can get a free demo for a new song of ours. You can hear what we're going to be recording in less than a month. Yeah. Or right about a month, right about I guess. A month. Right about a month. Yep. I'm just so overly excited that I can't time frame. <laughs> um, so you get a demo and give you a real good idea of where we're headed, what we're going to be heading into the studio with. And uh, we won't spam your email either. And it's a good way to, good way to stay in shape. <laughs> stay in shape just give us your email address yeah it's a good way to stay in shape uh and it's a good way to stay in touch with us because we know that you love us so much and we love you too yeah so all right lovers we'll um, see you next week i guess you should enjoy chefs bye super divorce <laughs>